Hi everyone, welcome back to A Piece of Aisa podcast. My name is Aisa. This is my podcast. Um, yeah, I I was thinking about what I've talked about here in the past on my... I was going to say on my channel, like this is a YouTube channel, on my podcast. I was thinking about all the things that I've been talking about and I kind of realized. I've realized and I've accepted the fact that I haven't really talked about like education that much. Um, which this might be like, this might be totally boring and you guys might hate it. But it's been heavy on my mind recently. Especially because, you know... I'm in my 20s or whatever, and I um, I was just thinking about, like, the way that we are kind of conditioned to think that if you go to college, you'll get a good job, yada yada. I, I think I kind of mentioned this in my other episode somewhere, but I was thinking, like, what kind of education do I want? Like, what kind of education is meaningful to me? And so I kind of, I thought that we could touch on that. I thought that we could touch on it a little bit. And um, yeah, I thought that it could be interesting, I guess. So I want to start by saying that I feel like my education growing up, and maybe this is, you know, similar experience to y'all, but I feel like I didn't learn that much. (laughs) I feel like I was just at school fucking around most of the time. When I have memories of, like, you know, going to school as a child, most of my memories are, like, the good times that I had with my friends. Like, most of the time, I think about how, like, you know, my friends and I were laughing and giggling in the back of uh, geometry or something. (laughs) I think about um, conversations that I had, like, at the lunch table. I think about after-school basketball practice. Like, I really don't think about or remember much of the shit that I actually learned in school, um, especially like the main, um, what do they call it? Like the main subjects of school, like reading and math, science and history, like fuck all. (laughs) I, I kind of don't remember like most of that shit. Thank God I have Google because if somebody were to ask me like, you know, some kind of historical question, I would not be able to remember So, uh, maybe it's because I'm easily distracted. Maybe it's because, you know, you only remember the good times in your life and not the boring times, you know, from the past. But school, to me, was just like a place to put kids for eight hours a day. And then, you know, that was it. Um, Yeah. Not to say that I didn't have some great teachers. I definitely remember, like, the amazing teachers that I had. But I think that, you know, a lot of the stuff that we were taught was kind of, like, you know, very centralized on the United States. It was very centralized on, like, you know, Christian ideals. It's, It's a very, like, specific point of view about the world, about history about whatever like it blew my mind when I was in my 20s or when I was in college even and I realized that history books are written by the winners right like somebody wins a war they're the ones that are 
publishing about it or writing about it. Like, we never heard the other side of the story. The one that I can think of the most vividly in my head was, like, you know, when we were talking about the colonization of the United States, I was like, wait, we've never heard a story from the point of view of, like, a Native American person. You know what I mean? Like, why is that? We've never heard... We read about Pocahontas, but we don't know what the fuck she was thinking when this shit was going down. We, you know what I mean? Uh, we read Sacagawea, you know, about Lewis and Clark and all that bullshit. We don't know what she was thinking or what she thought was going on. You know what I mean? We have no other point of view. And it's kind of, like, terrifying. <laughs> so, anyway, like, when you go to college and shit... Um, you're supposed to learn more about the world, blah, blah, blah. Um, you get a roommate who's, like, a random person that got picked out for you. Uh, that's only if you don't have, like, a friend that you're gonna live with or something, because I know some people, you know, had that arrangement, like, oh, you're going to this university, so am I. Um, let's live together. I almost did that, (laughs) but I didn't. Um, so yeah, I almost lived with my friend, but I ended up not, so I got, like, random roommates, And I think that the most interesting part and maybe the most, um, the most, like, life-altering part about college is you go to a school somewhere, sometimes you move out of state, sometimes you move out of the fucking country, you know, I don't know, whatever situation you got. Um, in my case, I moved, like, eight hours away, (laughs) in the same state, but eight hours away. In a predominantly white, conservative, uh, Baptist town. (laughs) And uh, it was very different for me. It was very different. But I think that the the true, like, uh, what's the word? The true education that you get when you go to college is just the fact that you're in a different environment. Like, you're on your own. You know, at this point, if you're not living with your parents, you're like okay, who do I want to be? You know what I mean? What kind of house do I want to live in? What kind of roommate am I? What kind of student am I? You know, that kind of shit. If you live with your parents, you're probably asking yourself, you know, what kind of life do I want to live? Again, what kind of friend am I? What kind of, um, what kind of student am I? You know, that kind of shit. What am I interested in? What do I want to do for a career? Blah, blah, blah. But I think the true value of going to college is just meeting people that you never, ever would have met otherwise. Like, it's just a huge um, pot of people from fucking all over the world. There's transfer students, there's international students, there's, you know, students from different backgrounds, students that came from poverty, students that came from immigrants, students that came from, you know, money. It's all different, right? And I think that being in that environment where, you know, it's a bunch of people who are all, like, kind of similar in age a little bit, like, of course, there's going to be Um, people that are older that are coming back to school but it's also rewarding to talk to those people right like people who had to drop out because of life circumstances people who went to the military people who you know couldn't afford it until now you know what I mean those people are also extremely extremely um, valuable 
to like the college experience whatever and I'm not saying that you have to go to college to like get this knowledge um if you like move out or if you live abroad or whatever like you can get the same experience that I'm talking about if you become a missionary or if you I don't know do volunteer work somewhere do an internship whatever the point is once you're out of the house and you're you know 18 19 20 whatever 30 it doesn't matter whatever age you are it's more important I think your interactions with other people than it is like the classes that you're taking that might be very controversial (laughs) but I think it's also equally important that your classes that you're taking are like you know things that you're interested in but also things that you know nothing about for example and I'm just going to use me as an example because obviously that was like my experience whatever when I went to college I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. And I think that's fine. I think there's way too much pressure on like, you know, you have to know what you want. If you're 17, 18, 19, like pick a major and then stick to it, blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck that, first of all. I know a lot of people don't have the luxury of, you know, changing majors because that costs money, right? If you you study something for three years and then you're like, fuck, I hate this, then you have to go back and you have to add more years to your degree. And that's a lot of money. So I get that there's like pressure to just pick something and stick with it. But it's like, how are you supposed to know? How are you supposed to know what you like? You've never been outside. (laughs) You've never, you've never had like, your own opinions almost like yeah you've had some maybe as a teenager but like you know you were you were confined to your town your parents whatever and so anyway when you get out there you're kind of like what the fuck you know who am I and what is happening (laughs) what do I believe in and what is just taught to me you know it's kind of hard to draw the line of like what is it that I grew up, you know, thinking? And then what is it that I actually think, right? What is in my head that was, that was like fed to me, that was pushed onto me? And what is in my head that is like me? That's, you know, my thoughts or my views, beliefs, whatever. And some people don't have that line and that's fine. They're just like, you know, I grew up in this household and I am taking on the traditions of my um, parents, grandparents, whatever. I guess that's fine. But like um, to to kind of like reflect and think, okay, who do I want to be? What do I want to do? That kind of stuff. It's a difficult, it's difficult. And it's not, it's not a one answer kind of thing. Like I'm going to be a scientist and then you just stick with that. I think that that's unfair, especially because all of us, I think, have multiple different things that we're interested in. We could pick multiple majors if we wanted to. And, you know, to just narrow it down to one is extremely difficult. Um, I retweeted a tweet the other day that was like, um, you know, I want to do everything pretty much. Like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a chef. I want to be a professional athlete. I want to be a gardener, you know, like just 
you know, I can't figure out what I want to do, which is true, like, because we all have multiple interests, you know, things that interest us. So to tell an 18 year old, like, pick one, that's nearly impossible, like, actually. So anyway, going to college, you know, picking things that you like to study and like I said, they can be totally different things. That's the beauty of college. You could be studying law and get your minor in theater. Uh, you could be studying arts and get your minor in math. You know, like, who the fuck cares? It's really a free-for-all, <laughs> okay? So, like, in my case, and like I said, I'm just going to talk from personal experience because that's what I know. In my case, I knew deep down inside that I wanted to be like something to do with psychology like I said in a different episode I think I just I'm very interested in how other people live what they think how they experience what they're experiencing um, because everybody is so unique like I love hearing about that or listening to that you know I've always had a deep curiosity for the human mind, you know, the human experience, that's always been like a huge um, thing of mine. I don't know if it's because uh, my parents were very forward thinking and very open minded and they were very like gentle with me. They let me explore. They let me listen to the music I wanted, watch the movies I wanted. Like in my house, there was not a lot of censorship and I really, really appreciate that. I think that I think that hiding your kids from the world doesn't do them a lot of favors, especially when they're in the world. You know what I mean? So I very much appreciate the fact that I was kind of like expected to explore and ask questions and be curious about the world. I think that my parents really like helped me develop that even more. It's almost like a childlike uh, curiosity. Like, it's more it's more like if I hear somebody who disagrees with me or who has a very different opinion from me, I want to know why. Why do you think that way? Where did it come from? What is what does your upbringing have to do with it? What does your mental health have to do with it? Do you see what I mean? And that's just always been me, right? So going to college and I completely rejected the idea <laughs> that I wanted to do what I wanted to do and I tried to do what everybody else wanted me to do <laughs> I tried to you know be a medical student which was not right for me at all and then I realized you know when I was like wait the thing that I I love and appreciate the most is like you know hearing and helping different people um you know I switched my major to psych which was fantastic and then I had this professor and oh my god this is like life-changing like you know fate altering kind of shit right now that I think about it I was at Baylor University right and Baylor is known for being one of the most traditional like conservative they're they're a Baptist school and the Baptists have a chokehold <laughs> on the city of Waco and on Texas in general, you know, the Bible Belt and all of that. So anyway, when I started taking these mandatory religious classes, they were mandatory to graduate. You had to take, damn, I forgot what it was called. You had to take the 
the scriptures of the Bible? Damn, what was it called? The Christian scriptures, I think, was the first class. And then, oh, the second class was called the Christian heritage. So you had to take the Christian scriptures, which was all about the Bible, and the Christian heritage, which is all about, like, the history and blah, 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 right? So, anyway, being that I grew up Catholic, I was like, I already know all this shit, okay? There's nothing you could tell me that's new. I don't want to go to fucking Bible study. You know, I was very, like, pessimistic about it. And um, even though I'm a pretty open-minded person, for some reason I had, like, I had a mental block. And I was like, nobody can tell me anything new about Christianity because I've heard it all before. Like, I grew up going to Christian school. I'm at a Christian university. Like, there's no fucking way that you can surprise me anymore. And lo and behold, I was extremely surprised. (laughs) So, anyway, I got into this class with this professor who remains my favorite professor of all time. I love him so much. I got to this class and this professor was like, look, we're going to read the Bible, okay? I know all of you have read the Bible. I know most of you have some of it memorized. I know you guys have gone, you know, to Christian school or you've gone to church or you've heard your parents, whatever. He was like, I know you all have familiarity with the Bible. However, we are not going to read it like that. We are not going to read it the way that it's been read to you before. We're going to read it like a book. We're going to read it like a book. We're going to read it like the historical print that it is, right? And when I tell you that this classroom full of people, right? Like he said, we all had experience with the Bible. Most of those kids went to private school. They grew up going to church, whatever the fuck. They grew up in their little town in Texas. You know, their little Baptist uh, experience that they had. And they were fucking furious. (laughs) Um, I think a lot of them actually did not like this professor at all. Because he was like... We're going to read this as if it's, you know, historical work and not like it's the law. We're not going to read it like it's the fucking facts. We're not going to read it like it's, you know, something to be used for worship. Like, we're going to read this like any historical novel. And people hated it. <laughs> he, he used to say, like in his lectures or whatever, if you have an issue with me, Or if you want to argue with me about something, save your argument. And then after class, you know, during my my free period or my, what do they call it again? My office hours. During my office hours after class, you can come up to me at my desk and we can fight. (laughs) He was literally like, you can fight me. (laughs) And I kid you not, after every single lecture that he had, there was a line of kids who wanted to fight him. Like, literally, I think some of them wanted to fist fight him. Like, actually. Because of the shit that he would say. And it wasn't even, like, revolutionary shit. He was just, like, going through the Bible contextually, right? He was like, this is the historic era that the Bible was written in. These are the people that wrote it. This is probably what they were trying to say, given the context of the time that it was written. Um, he would say, you know... People over time have uh, derived different messages from this text, but 
you know, I want to know the original context. What did the author, the human beings, the men, because they were mostly men, the men that wrote this book, right? And they wrote it over hundreds of years. The men that wrote this book, what were those men trying to say? Not what is your pastor right now in 2019 or whatever, not what your pastor in 2017 is trying to say from this book, not from his point of view, from the fucking Hebrews point of view, from the Hebrews in BC, whatever, in 400 BC. What the fuck were they trying to say? Not what the fuck is some pastor in 2017 trying to say? What were these people trying to say in this original text, right? Anyway, people hated that shit. And I loved it. I ate it up. There's a there's a fucking there's a saying at Baylor that says, you know, once you take these religious studies courses, you're hooked. You're going to change your minor to religious studies. And I thought that was bullshit. And then after I took his class, guess what, bitch? <laughs> I declared my minor as religious studies. <laughs> but that just goes back to my point, right? I thought in my head, I was like, okay, if I'm going to be a psychologist, if I'm going to be a truly good psychologist, I'm going to have patients from all different walks of life. I'm going to have patients who are Muslim. I'm going to have patients who are atheists. I'm going to have patients who are Buddhist, whatever. I'm going to have all these different types of patients, patients who are rich, poor, married, single, gay, um, whatever, criminals. I don't know, right? I'm going to have all different types of people come into my office let's say like let's just say that as an example there is no way that I can properly speak to someone if I don't know where they're coming from you know what their situation is if I don't know what they believe in if I don't know what their childhood was like if I don't know what their culture is like how the fuck am I supposed to treat somebody and I don't know anything about their culture their background like that's just shooting in the dark right like I can't treat everybody the same way I would you know a another Hispanic Catholic like me there's no way I can't treat everybody like that so I thought to myself okay if I'm gonna be a good psychologist I should study different religions I just thought that those two go hand in hand and um it's, it's only fair, like I said. I should know where these people are coming from and what they believe in. What do these people believe in and why? That should be something like central to me if I want to deal with people, okay? Because like I said, there's all different kinds of people, right? So in my time at university, and I'm going to tell you right here, right now that I fucked up. I fucked up by not doing this, but in my time at university... I studied many different religions, okay? I took the I took the um the Christian scriptures, like I said. I took the Christian scriptures and then I took that professor's class, okay? Instead of taking the Christian heritage, I skipped ahead and I took a more advanced version. And um it was the same professor cuz I asked him at the end of his at the end of my other class, I walked up to his desk and I was like, look, I will take whatever class that you teach 
Um, because now my minor is religious studies. So whatever the fuck you're going to teach, I'm going to take it. And he was like, oh, <laughs> if you want to, you can take my advanced class. Um, it's a seminar. So that means that like, you know, kids, we're all in a circle and we all like, all it is is writing papers and presenting. Like it's basically the same thing as taking like a graduate school course. He was like, look, it's going to be all discussion, all papers. Okay. It's going to be hard to get into. There's only 20 slots. I need you to like submit, you know, a little, I don't know, kind of like an application to get in. And I was like, fuck it. I will do whatever because <laughs> I need to take your class. Anyway, that class was called science and religion, which was amazing again, because you know, we often think that science and religion like clash with each other. Like science is always going to be against religion and religion is always going to be against science. But that wasn't even always the case. Like religion in its original, you know, context was supposed to be something to believe in, something to give you like morals and values, you know, like a lifestyle that you can, that you can follow, right? And science is just purely like observation, studies, facts, um, you know, different like innovations. Like it's literally just the physical realm, right? That's what science is supposed to be about. And then religion is supposed to be about like the metaphysical realm or like the, you know, what is beyond the physical earth, right? Those things are not even supposed to clash with each other, but because... Um, a lot of like religious texts get, they get translated literally and we follow them literally. Like, of course, there's many people out there who believe that the world did not exist until 2000 years ago, you know, with Jesus and shit, um, that there was no dinosaurs and whatever, which I mean, we have the actual, you know, facts like the bones and the replicas and the, you know, whatever, but because those people read the Bible literally, like as if the Bible is facts, um, it gets taken differently, let's say. It gets taken out of context, right? Um, the people that wrote the Bible were all born hundreds of years before the Bible was published. So like, the world is definitely more than 2,000 years old. But like I said, you know, these clashing topics have been clashing for hundreds and thousands of years and this class was all about how like how they can work in harmony with each other which was mind-blowing to me again I thought I knew everything about Christianity and whatever and then I started taking this dude's classes and I was like holy shit I don't know anything I I I rest my case I don't know anything about anything <laughs> And I think that's true for a lot of people, you know, once you get out there in the world, you know, you think you know everything because you're young and you're like, I've seen it all. I've, I've gone through so much as a kid. I've experienced everything like nothing shocks me anymore. And then life is like, hold up, bitch. You have seen nothing. <laughs> and it's true. I hadn't seen anything. My roommates were from all over. Um, we were all different, you know, we were different races, we were different religions, we were different completely, my roommates, and we all got along together, it was kind of like fucking magical, those, those three girls were my best roommates by far, 
um, yeah, we all came from different places, different beliefs and shit. We all got along. It was amazing. I was taking my religion classes. It was, it was fantastic, right? Fast forward a couple years, I'm going to University of Houston, right? And I started taking all these other religion courses. I started taking, I took philosophy and religion, which was another amazing course. I loved my professor there. He's one of my favorite professors I've ever had also. Uh, he was an Italian man who was very cynical, and uh, yeah, his his point of view on everything was like crazy. It was so good. That class was amazing. I had never taken a philosophy course before. I love philosophy now because of that class. And then I took a class on Buddhism, Taoism, Hinduism, and then what what else was included in that class? Oh, Jainism. Uh, what else did I miss? Confucianism. And then I took a course on... What else did I take? Oh, witchcraft. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> I took a whole course on witchcraft. Um, I took, you know, all these religion courses. The one thing that I regret about my experience at college was that I didn't take a course on Islam. I think that's so fucked up <laughs> that I didn't do that. Um, yeah, I took all these different courses and I did not take a course on Islam? Like, what the hell? Literally, you know, in the Bible, um, Abraham literally invented Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Like, he's the father of all three of those religions. So, yeah, Islam, Christianity, and Judaism are, like, you know, well tied together. And, I'm not I'm not saying that they're the same thing, but I'm saying that you know they are all equally important and I totally didn't take a class on Islam. I thought that was so fucking dumb. And then I was living in Houston and Houston has a huge population of Muslims and I didn't know shit about shit. <laughs> anyway, so I regret that. So now I have I I was uh I was at a place that was selling euro, you know, like that little those little plates or like skewers of lamb, you know, it's like super tender lamb and it comes with rice and the little non bread. It's so good. If you've never had gyro, go try it. Um, anyway, I was at this place and I was getting a gyro and there were, there was like a mosque, um, across the street. And so there was a little like table set up and it was these guys and they were giving away Qurans like for free, you know, and they had like these little pamphlets and it was like, you know, learn more about Islam, which I'm not saying that I'm like, you know, I'm going to convert to any of these religions. Like I've been studying all of them, basically, not all religions in the world, but I'm saying I've been studying all the ones that I mentioned before. And so anyway, I go up to this table because I'm waiting for my food and I'm like, these are free? And they're like, yeah, yeah, of course, you know, whatever. And so I took one and I was like, what the fuck? Like all these years, I never, I never read the Quran. Like, I, I don't think that that's cool at all. Anyway, so I got my Quran for free and I'm, I'm going to read it. But right now I'm reading the Kama Sutra, which is based in Hinduism. It's a ancient Hindu text, Hindi text. And, um, like I said, it's not just about sex, even though there are, there is a lot of sexual content, I would say. It's because Hindus have like the four, they have four pillars of life, basically. Um, it's about like, 
you know, one pillar is about money, one pillar is about spirituality, one pillar is about, um, yeah, there's, there's different pillars of life. I forget what they are. I'm gonna do the whole, like, Kama Sutra episode pretty soon, but one of the pillars is literally, like, sexuality, or, like, sex, and, um, it's very interesting to me because, you know, we grew up in America, there's not sex ed. Basically, sex ed is basically like don't have sex, which is the worst sex ed that you could ever give anyone. Um, abstinence teaching does not work. Statistically, if you teach kids abstinence, they are more likely to get STDs or to have unwanted pregnancy. It's just, ignorance is not bliss. <laughs> it's really not. Uh, knowledge and education is power. We should be telling young boys, especially, but also young girls, like, this is what your body does. This is how you can protect it. You know, we have this weird, like, obsession with, okay, if we talk about sex, then that means that more kids are going to have sex. But literally it's it's the opposite if you if you tell people don't do this they're gonna do it also you're not gonna stop kids from having sex that's not gonna happen okay teenagers are having sex that's a fucking fact there's no way around it if you tell them nothing then they're just gonna have like horrible unprotected violent sex you know they're gonna have bad sex so wouldn't you rather, like, your kids practice something safely? That's like saying, okay, I know that you're going to ride a motorcycle, but I'm not going to give you any, like, protection, any gear. I'm not going to tell you anything about the motorcycle. You're just going to have it and ride it. Like, bitch, that is so, that's so dumb. But anyway, that's, that's just my view. That's dumb as hell. So, the Kama Sutra, and actually there's a bunch of religions out there that are tied with sex you know I took I took my human sexuality course when I switched my major to psychology and it was also one of the best courses that I ever took I think that regardless of what major you are take the human sexuality course if you can because it is eye-opening it's so crazy it's crazy the things that you are never told or never things that you never studied before Everybody should, it's, it should be mandatory that everybody take human sexuality. Like, it's part of us. It's part of the human experience. Even if you're asexual or you're a virgin, you've never had sex, you don't plan on having sex, you should know about it. It's a bodily function. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm ranting now. Um, but anyway, there are a lot of cultures and religions that really value and appreciate and teach sex. And I'm not talking about, like, how to have sex. I'm talking about how to have meaningful, spiritual, um, safe, you know, good sex. Like, sex that is not based in violence or terror or ignorance. Like, sex that is based on love, appreciation. Like I said, spirituality, um, pleasure. We have such a, like, anti pleasure <laughs> we are so anti-pleasure in in America like as a whole like I always think about how when uh when a kid or a young adult has like a hobby you know like people are like you should get really good at that hobby so that you can make money off of it 
It's like, why can't I just enjoy things? <laughs> why does everything have to be about money or about gaining something? Like sometimes I just want to do stuff because I like to do it. And that could be, you know, I like to run or cook or whatever, whatever you're into. If you like to draw or skate or play video games, like you don't have to become an artist. You don't have to become a professional gamer or a professional skater. Like, I think that we have such a anti-pleasure society, anti-pleasure, like, view on the world nothing can be for pleasure it has to be for gain or for money and I think that that's crazy <laughs> and um anyway in in all these religious courses and stuff there are so many cultures that really like appreciate and value sex and it's kind of like I it's so saddening to me that we can't be like that we're just always going to be opposite and it sucks like even the fact that you know Texas and all these other states want to like make abortion illegal get the fuck out of here you can kiss my ass okay how are you going to tell people what they can and can't do with their body like literally they're that shouldn't even be a question. Like, you as the government should be worried about the fact that I can't afford to eat or I can't afford to uh, make a living. I can't afford to take my kids to daycare. I can't afford to live in a apartment that is not literally falling apart on my head. Or, you know, people that are on the street and struggling. Um, the fact that you know, insulin prices are so fucking high and we we are like just listening to big pharmaceutical companies and, you know, killing people because because our shit is priced so high because it's priced for a profit. It's not priced to help the people that actually need it. Anyway, the government has way bigger issues than when I'm going to have children. <laughs> You have a way bigger problem than me deciding that I don't want to have a child. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just so ridiculous. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is the point is that you know, sex in general has been so taboo and secretive and like you know like I said nobody can talk about it you can't educate people about it like it's just gonna make people more interested in sex which is I'd say the opposite <laughs> but anyway the Kama Sutra is is I'm currently reading it and it's blowing my mind like actually how we've kind of gone backwards like the Kama Sutra was written before um, before Jesus, right, uh, to, more than 2,000 years ago. And back then, the the idea and the knowledge and the teaching of sex was so much more available. It was so, you know, there was not a lot of taboo around it. Like, it was just like, you're going to have sex. It's going to happen, probably, most likely. And you should know about it. You know, you should know um, what goes on <laughs> you should know how to treat your partner whoever you're having sex with you should know like about consent and like about they even talk about like different you know things that people are into some people are into biting hitting 
um, whatever. They, they talk about it all. But, like, I think that it's so insane that we are 2,000 years later and we're not as open about sex as people that were born and living 2,000 years ago. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> anyway, I think it's super important if you are an adult, okay, if you are a consenting adult, that you should probably learn about things that are outside of your bubble, things that are outside of your world. And it's kind of tragic to me that you have to kind of like teach yourself in a way. Like if you want to learn about these things, you either have to, you know, take college courses like I did and that costs money. You have to spend your free time, you know, when you're not at work or whatever, when you're not taking care of kids or doing dishes or whatever it is that you do, when you're not doing things to, you have to take time out of your own day to like watch a TED talk or read a historical, you know, study or like I'm doing, read these ancient texts from different cultures. Like it's kind of crazy that you kind of have to choose to educate yourself because I think that we would be a lot more understanding and nicer to each other if we learned about each other and like our differences, but also our similarities because a lot of these religions and shit, we are all kind of in the same realm of thinking. We just got our thinking, you know, it's just like a different way of giving us the message. It's a different messenger. Like essentially... There's a there's a saying and I don't know if, you know, whoever believes in this or not, but there's a saying that you know, like I said Abraham is the father of Judaism, Christianity and Islam. There's a saying that it's the same message, just a different messenger, right? Cuz like Judaism, they don't believe in Jesus, it's all about God. And then Christianity, you know, Jesus is the prophet and messiah, that kind of shit. He's the the messenger, God's messenger. And then, you know, in Islam, um, Allah or God um, has their own messenger and that's Muhammad, right? So like, whether you believe in that or not, that they're all the same, you know, whatever it is, whatever you believe in, cool. But it's kind of, there's a good point there, right? Like these three ideas are not so different from each other. Um, yeah, they have different, like, practices and customs and, like, they have different beliefs and shit, but the, the core, the core message of, like, you know, this is how to be, like, a model citizen, this is how to, you know, appreciate your, your creator, those things are actually not very different. (laughs) So, I don't know, it's just... I think that if we had more education like earlier on as children or as young adults or whatever about like the outside world, I think that that would benefit us greatly. I think that we would have way less, you know, wars and petty fights for no reason because we would be like, hey, that's just my neighbor. You know, my neighbor believes what they believe and I believe what I believe and those things don't have to like clash with each other right like those things can just be mutually exclusive and we can like we can disagree or whatever but I'm not gonna kill him over over it 
you know, I'm not going to fight and persecute him because there's really no point in doing that. Like, this... I know that there's never going to be a world without, like, pettiness and, like, hatred and all of those things, but I think that there would be far less if we just knew more about each other. I think that ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is actually incredibly harmful and violent and not cool at all. So, yeah. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to you know, figure out. It's very, it's very eye-opening because, um, like, me, right, me as a human being, I was born where I was born. I was born to the parents that I have. Like, I was born into, like, you know, the beliefs that, um, that I was taught, you know, those kinds of things. But I could just as well have been born somewhere else, you know, and that's something that I used to think about a lot. Like, my cousins in Cuba, I could have just as easily been born in Cuba. Like, there's, I just got lucky. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing different about it, you know. (laughs) When I was born, I was just born at the place and time that I was, and that's just by chance, you know what I mean? (laughs) I could have just as easily been born in India or Egypt or Africa or Australia or China, you know what I mean? I could have just as easily been born in North Korea, or Venezuela, or Cuba, you know? There's, like, I literally just got lucky, so (laughs) there's, there's no way, you know? I could have just as easily been born into a really bad situation. I could have just as easily been born in, like, a, a country that's at war, or a country that's being pillaged and raped. I could have easily been born into, you know, a a really bad situation. And the only reason why I was born where I was born is just like pure luck. So anyway, I just think that it's, it's a fairer, it's a fairer, I don't even know if that's a word. It's a more fair practice to, you know, take it upon myself to learn about what other people are experiencing um because I should know those things do you know what I mean there's there's a certain like level of clarity that you get when you realize that we are all pretty much the same you know what I mean uh nobody is like better than another nobody is above another sometimes it's hard to not think that way like this person's better than me because they have more money, more resources, you know, they're in a a better country than me, Uh, they live, you know, in a prettier, bigger house or, you know, prettier scenery or whatever. It's very easy to think that way, but, you know, Buddha and Jesus and everybody else has been telling us for thousands of years that, like, there's really no difference between us we both, you know, have to eat, we have to, we have to do human things, you know what I mean? We have to die eventually, you know? Both of us are gonna fucking die. Me and a king, me and Kylie Jenner, like, we're all human beings. There's nothing that distinguishes me from them, like, in the, in the grander scheme of things, right? 
And that's, that's a very, like, philosophical idea. Like, okay, since we are all born and we are all going to die, like, there's actually nothing different about us. Like, at all. And I think, I think we get lost because we try to, like, create all these barriers and create these differences. You're a different religion than me. Um, you have sex with different people than me. You um, have or don't have children. You, I don't know, have or don't have money. Like, those things actually don't matter at all. <laughs> um but we like to think that they do. We like to think that they do. And I I fail to I fail to think of a reason why we think that way. I'm sure that it just comes from pettiness, you know, like I want to be the the richest and the most powerful and the most beautiful and the most coveted blah 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 blah. But those things don't matter. Those things don't matter. And I think that's like the overarching theme of all of these religions that I've studied is that the, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter. So, yeah, I encourage everyone to read the Kama Sutra. <laughs> First of all, read about different religions, read about different cultures, different time periods, but read the Kama Sutra. Okay, start there. Because, like I said, the way that we demonize sex is, like, criminal. It's so heartbreaking, the way that we criminalize something that is so human and so vulnerable and so spiritual and beautiful. Why the fuck would we ever demonize something so, like, it can be so freeing and so you know, enticing, that's not the right word, it can be so, um, it can be so vulnerable, like, you are literally connecting with another person in, in every kind of way, I don't think there's anything more substantial than that, do you know what I mean, and I'm not trying to be here, like, and put it on a pedestal, do you know what I'm saying, I'm just saying that, um, for something that has the potential to be so empowering and so important for us to try and like hide it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It really doesn't. And so anyway, if you're curious about any of these things, I will link a couple of books and articles and stuff in the description because I think that knowledge is power. Ignorance is not bliss. We should be learning about different things all the time. I actually like the fact <laughs> that, you know, as we get older and as we have more experiences and as we read more, travel more, speak more, listen more, that we learn all of these different things. And it's kind of beautiful. It's kind of nice. I like that I'm getting older and I like that I'm getting wiser at a very rapid rate, honestly. If I was speaking to my 16-year-old self right now, <sighs> that bitch is so dumb. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know anything. I still don't know anything. I still don't know most things. But I am willing to learn. And I think that is the best part, is that I'm willing to learn. And I, I think that 
you know, we should all be more willing and more open to learning, right? If something really like shocks you or scares you or disgusts you, like you're like, oh, what the fuck? I think that you should look into it. (laughs) I think that you should be asking yourself, why does this scare me? Why does this disgust me? Why does this terrify me? Why does this make me want to throw up? You know, why do I hate this so much? I think that we should be asking ourselves more questions like that. Why does this make me uncomfortable? Right? Why? Why does it? I think that we should be asking ourselves that way more. Way more. I think the next time that you disagree with something, you should read more about it. Like, if you come across an article or you come across a tweet and you're like, that's fucking stupid, I think that you should look it up. (laughs) I think that you should spend the next 20 minutes reading about it and try to figure out why you hate it. Why do you hate it? Do you just hate it because it's different? Do you just hate it because it goes against what you were taught? Do you just hate it because you've never heard it before? Do you just hate it because the headline is stupid? Do you know what I mean? Like... Give me a reason. Give me a reason why you hate what you hate. I want to know. I want to know why you hate it. I want to know why it makes you so uncomfortable. (laughs) You know, I think that's even a good way of getting to know yourself. You know, what is it about me that makes me have such a strong reaction to this, to this opinion or to this, to this article or whatever? Why do I have such a strong reaction to this picture or this song or, you know, even if you hear a song and you're like, that was fucking garbage. Why was it garbage? (laughs) Is it because you don't like the artist? Is it because you don't like the lyrics? Is it because you hate the, the flow and the vibe of the song? Like, what is it about it that you hate? You know, go a little bit deeper next time. Why do you disagree with the person that you disagree with? Is it because you don't like the person? Is it because they come from a different culture than you? Is it because they said something that you've never fucking heard before? You're like, that opinion is whack. Why is it whack? (laughs) Why is it whack? Just give me, you know, tell me. Tell me why it's whack. Anyway. Um, yeah, so next week, hopefully, because I'm still doing my research, I will have the Kama Sutra episode for you. I'm very excited for it. Like I said, I already kind of talked about it, but I, I'm just very interested. Like I said, um, the more stuff that you read, the more things that you expose yourself to, I think the better, um, and yeah, I, I really want to talk about it because I think that it has such a like weird uh, negative connotation, especially the reaction that I got when I said that I was reading it and everybody was like, ooh, she's horny. Like, <laughs> like okay, I guess. Like, and what? <laughs> and what? I don't know. Why is that even such a bad thing to begin with? Like, it doesn't matter why I'm reading the Kama Sutra. I just wanted to read it. But anyway, I'm going to go into it more. Like I said, um, yeah, you guys go pick up the Quran or something. Go pick up something that you know nothing about and just read about it. I want, I want the world to be more understanding and more willing to listen to each other. I know that that's probably never going to happen, but I guess I can I can dream, right? I can dream. So, anyway, I wanted to talk about education and stuff today because 
I'm considering going back for my master's. I think I said that in a different episode. And um, I'm not saying that you like you have to go back and get your your college degree or your high school diploma or whatever. I'm just saying that, you know, there's other ways of learning, like besides taking a class. Um, like I said, I learned a lot of stuff from talking to people, reading books. Um, if you get a library card, reading books is literally free. <laughs> you can teach yourself all kinds of things. The internet is free. Well, Wi-Fi is not free, but I'm talking about like Google is free. Um, YouTube is free. You know, whatever. We have unlimited knowledge and we should take advantage of it. Take advantage of it right now. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening once again. Like I said, next week will be the Kama Sutra and I will talk to you guys next week. Um, yeah, have a good rest of your day, your night, whatever. And I'll hear from you soon. Bye.